Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, inexplicable memories. All right, everybody, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined today by co-host Mr. Mike G. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. What are we discussing today, Mike? Inexplicable memories. Yeah. Unexplained stories, you know? Like, I, I don't want to say the unexplained, because that, that, that kind of connotates, like, famous, you know, unexplained type of things. Okay. But personal memories and stories we have that just don't add up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, we have a guest today, Mike. Yeah. This woman is very, very funny. Uh, she'll be performing on my birthday show as well as yourself. Uh, which will probably be done well before this episode is released. <laughs> um, she does all sorts of great stuff. She's an amazing comedian. Please welcome Rose Vineshank. Hey. Thanks for stopping by, Rose. Thanks for having me. How have you been? Uh, I've been I've been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got going on these days? Back from Northumberland, PA. Wow. And um. Where stars are made. Yeah, the town where everyone makes it. Right, yeah. If you can make it in North Cumberland. <laughs> Umberland. Umberland. No, nobody that's what I said. came. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. There's there's some stuff that might be happening. I'm doing the Charm City Kitty Club Ooh. again this year in November. What is, that? What is that? It's um Baltimore's premier queer cabaret. Oh so. awesome. Why don't they call it a queer beret? Because you know. why don't they call it a cabaret gay? Right, yeah. Mm. There's a lot of missed opportunities. Double it up. Queer burger. Yeah. Um, no, there's a lot of missed opportunities there. Sure. Uh, yeah, but it'll be it'll be fun. What uh What are you doing there? Are you dancing or are you doing comedy? I'm gonna do some stand up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But cabaret. Well, I guess does cabaret is that an umbrella term for like a bunch of entertainment? Yeah, it's just like when you. It's basically like a talent show, but um. With vaudeville vibes, mm. kind of like Andrea Gibson was on it one year. Okay. She's like this famous dyke slam poet. Oh, um, all right, and cool. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. It's gonna have a variety of acts. I guess when I think cabaret, I mostly think burlesque. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Right, but like I like vaudeville. Yeah, vaudeville's yeah. like really cool. What What was vaudeville? <laughs> exactly. It like was I just like one guy on cocaine that was just <laughs> like, hello. You're thinking of Vault Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we all know him. <laughs> all right. Well, that sounds cool. Well, let us get to a confession, you guys. This one is from Anna Shoemaker, Los Angeles, the city of lights. We were just talking about LA. Yes, we were. Uh, during college, I was back visiting my mom's place in Berkeley. It was nighttime, and she lives in the hills. I was sober. I was not especially tired or stressed or anything, just arriving home after hanging out with friends, and I parked in front of her house. 
My parking spot faces uphill, and the street splits off to two and winds out of view. I swear to everything in the dim light of the street lamps, I saw what I can only describe as the shape of a person if they were made of water walking down the street. We are made of water. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, good point. (laughs) Uh, Walking down the street, my direction. It was like distorted air, a watery shape, and slow and constant paces. It passed me on the left and all the way to sidewalk line, maybe 30 feet away from me, continued left, and disappeared around the bend. I think she's being stalked by an early 90s CGI character. I was going to say, that <laughs> sounds like the abyss. Right, right. Dude, you know what's crazy about that? Right before you told that confession, I was thinking of weird things that have happened to me when mm-hmm. I was a kid. In science class in seventh grade, we were watching some science thing and it was i remember i'm very like squeamish when it comes to blood and stuff Mm. and there was something bloody so i sat down on the ground and i looked at my friend eva's foot Mm -hmm. as i'm looking at it it just like turned into water and just like fell down what and i was thinking (laughs) that right before you said that story like oh i should talk about that and then you talk a story about this woman being water it's like the water knows (laughs) right right Wow. So water people, is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds like kind of your classic uh, ghosty, foggy kind of kind of figure. Right. There are I'm friends with this um, this woman who, you know, it's one of those online friends who you met when you were kind of younger and then it turns out they're really cool. And now we just know each other like. Okay. Uh, maybe eight years later. Anyway, she's a witch, and she has told me like, "Oh yeah, I have um, this thing called a scrying mirror, uh-huh. and it's like a mirror that you do a lot of ritual around, and it shows you like I don't even know how to explain it. It basically uh-huh. shows you like other realms if you whoa. And like she said that like last time she looked at it, she saw like a some water thing uh-huh. like some water demon interesting swamp so thing swamp thing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know she didn't i didn't ask what it looked like right. she was just like it was really like scary and I, that's not supposed to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's very spooky and this story is is freaking spooky i mean we made a lot of jokes a lot of, about it but if you saw a a shadowy watery distorted person pacing through the dim light of the street lamps that's very that's very creepy I feel like I, I've had kind of like, the, I don't know. I've, I've always been kind of scared of ghosts. Yeah. You know? yeah I'm terrified. We just sense yeah. them. Like mm-hmm. the other day, like um, a, a while ago, my girlfriend and I were like, we had gone on a jog in this little wooded area and mm. I felt weird in that area, like Whoa. really weird. And then it turns out like that's apparently the area where they like dump all the bodies. Who Baltimore? dumps all the bodies? In Baltimore. Uh, were you in Leakin Park? No, like the I think it's like along was the Patapsco. Was Adnan around that day? I, I don't, I don't know. It was just around the Patapsco. Oh, Someone wow. we were driving by. I was driving by with my friend, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's where they dump all the or where a bunch of bodies have turned up." Wow. And I'm like, scary. You know, it's, I was uh, listening to Duncan Trussell talk on a podcast, and he was saying at the comedy store, like there is places that have like weird energy. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how like he was at the comedy store and he saw these two guys get in a fight in this one specific spot. Mm. And then like an hour later, 
two completely different guys got in like, the exact same fight in like, the exact wow. same spot. Dude, wow. the ghost of Andy Kaufman's there making them wrestle each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Huh, that's odd. All right, Rose. Yeah. I want you to tell us an unexplained memory story. Okay. This this is actually one of mine because I have two. Okay. One is on behalf of a friend, but this is like the only one that happened to me specifically. So I used to spend. I was a weird fucking kid, and I just no. (laughs) And I used to spend a lot of the time in the woods. A lot of time in the woods, a lot of time like by my pond. Right. Like basically, like I was just a wild little nature freak. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I would catch like snakes and like frogs and stuff. Nice. So I this was This doesn't sound that weird so far. It sounds really? like a normal childhood. Oh I, I don't know. I guess I did it alone, so that was kinda yeah, weird. Yeah. But um I was I remember I was like pretty young. I must have been in like second grade or mm. something. And I was like by the edge of the pond with my net. Mm-hmm. And I like I would always look very closely to see if something was going to jump because sure. if it jumps I'll catch it mm-hmm. or if it slithers I'll grab it like whatever. Right. So and granted like I kn- I know pretty much by sight like any snake in North America. Really? Yeah. Like wow. it's just Are you a snake person? Yeah. Oh He's my goodness. He's a human person. Am <laughs> Are you a secret reptile? Maybe. Ask Hillary Clinton. No, um, so I'm with my net, and, like, I just, I, like, thought I see something, so I dip it in. Mm-hmm. And this big orange, I remember it was orange, specifically, Ew. and it was about as thick as my arm. Ew. Just, I just saw it, Whoa. something, I don't know how big it was, I know it was just, like, about this thick, uh-huh. and like long right and like slithery and it just and it made a big splash and it just kind of went away and then i was kind of looking out like where where to go and wow. there's it was like vanilla ice made a huge splash and then just kind of disappeared <laughs> but yeah and the thing is like there's no snake that looks like that here there's really? no snake that's like orange like that straight orange it didn't wow. even really look like it had scales uh-huh that's the other weird thing. Well, you know how they started putting orange on toy guns so people knew they were toys? Maybe they were doing that with snakes at the time. <laughs> Maybe. You know? But, um... I saw an albino snake one time, and it was... I think it was orangish. Really? I, I also... Wait, I you're had a probably friend, right! Damn it! I had a friend <laughs> with an albino snake, and it was terrifying. They it's are orange. Was, yeah. Are they orangey? They can be orangey or yellowy. The one that I saw was like kind of yellow. Yellowy. Yeah, this one. This one was definitely not like bright orange. This one was bright, but it might have been really? bright yellow. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. This one it's was like whitish yellow. Like it could have been a corn snake, but corn snakes have, you know, they have patterns and stuff. This one again uh-huh. just looked very smooth. They play seven very orange toys. and like not scaly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So y- you kind of had a cryptid encounter then, kind of an I just unexplained don't know what the monster hell it was. type thing. Was Loch it was Ness. it like what's that? Uh, Loch Ness. You think that's what it was? <laughs> Encountered a Loch Ness monster. Um. So so you basically saw an animal that you can't explain. Yeah. Did it seem like threatening or? It just seemed like a typical animal that wanted mm. to be left alone by me. <laughs> um. 
and just He's probably much telling stories about you right now. Right. Like, yeah, there's this girl who's like blonde hair. It's really weird. Poking at me and shit. Like, <laughs> I pay my taxes. But, um, yeah, I just, I've never known what the hell that was. Interesting. It, Any idea what it could have been? No. It, I really have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, a freshwater eel that was orange for some reason? Probably kids messing around spray painting. <laughs> It could have been like a a really big salamander, but none of these things like I've ever seen there before right, because right. I've pretty much like caught every kind of animal in that pond and in those woods. So yeah. like I don't, I just don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Any ideas what it could be, Mike? Mhm. Mhm. Hmm. It's weird. Like a water snake. Like that's the other thing. Like some corn snakes hang out in the water. And again, why wouldn't it have scales? Like it was smooth looking. Huh. Could it have been not an animal? It was definitely an animal. It couldn't have been like some piece of trash yes. or something. <laughs> no, it moved. I'm not trying to <laughs> X-Files. <laughs> right. type it moved away from me. Uh-huh. So. And you've never seen anything like that since? Never. Weird. Ever. That is bizarre. Yeah. Huh. It seems to be like a, a, a common theme in, in like kind of unexplained memories, like seeing weird animals, you know, like variations of an animal. Yeah. And it's always like when you're alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or like when you're very young. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think it's something where in your in your head you've kind of mythologized it or do you, or you think you actually saw this? No, because I re- I remember like when my family got internet i was like maybe i can figure out what that thing was oh and then like it's still just nothing i just heard that really messed me up your memory like when you remember something that happened to you as a kid you don't remember that memory you remember the last time you remembered that yeah i've heard that So every time you're remembering something it's a it's a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy Mm -hmm. and it's changing and changing and changing right yeah really messes me up yeah hmm yeah, that's interesting. All right. Well, let us get into <laughs> another confession here. This one is from uh, River Kofta, Germantown, Wisconsin. Wow, is it Germantown in Wisconsin? Apparently. Uh, I always go to bed first and close the door so the light doesn't bother me. One night I'm having really bad dreams and I'm woken up by light in my eyes. Curled up in bed, I look up and my dad is standing there asking if I'm okay. I tell him I'm fine, and I watch him walk from the room. That's when my fiancé calls from the living room to ask why I'm up. Don't know how the door opened. Dad's not sick, hurt, or dead, which made it even more unusual. Uh, So I guess there was just a massive flash of light in the room. I'm not quite sure where the dad plays into this, though. Look at my dad is standing there asking if I'm okay. I tell him I'm fine. I don't know if the door's open. Dad's not sick, hurt, or dead. It's a weird way of saying, like, yeah, my dad flashed me. Like <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like random flashes of light are a thing. Yeah. Have you ever experienced anything like that? I feel like I've I have. I was reading that it, that's like n- nerve damage. Really? Yeah, in your eye. Oh. So like. Huh, huh. You ever had anything like that, Mike? No. No uh-huh. light, no light things. 
Hmm. I do remember, did you ever, when you were a kid, you'd spend the night with a friend and you'd start freaking yourselves out thinking there was like someone trying to break into the house or something? <laughs> Do you yes. ever have anything like that? Yes. I remember we had that and and we were like laying, we were sleeping in the pull-out bed in the living room and uh, and and we've convinced ourselves that there's a burglar trying to get into the house and uh, and then like a huge flash of light just came through the, the window and it like, we both were just like, you know, frozen with fear. And, uh, you know, to this day, I really don't know what that is. I mean, it was like, in my memory, it was like the whole room, like, lit up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. Maybe it could have been, a, it didn't seem like headlights or anything, you know? Yeah. It was just really strange. Maybe it could have been lightning off, like, you know, when it's, you know, when there's, like, lightning, but it's not raining or whatever. Heat, heat, lightning. Yeah. Maybe it was something like that. I mean, it could have been aliens. That's true. That's and apparently, true. um, so you know how the Tom DeLonge, DeLonge oh yeah, from Blink One Eighty Two, basically like kind of spent every penny since Enema of the State on like alien research, yeah. mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Mark and Travis were like, because that was all he would talk about. They were like, Tom, you got to choose us, the band, our legacy, or the aliens, <laughs> and Tom just goes. But recently, um, they like the um, Navy or something admitted that like some of the shit that he is that real. I saw identified was like yeah we don't know what that is Mm. like aliens exist, you know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. Um, It it is weird how just like flashes of light are, are just kind of a thing sometimes. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like I've had other instances of that. I can't think of any right now. All right. Mike G, do you have an unexplained... Well, first of all, let's go back to this water foot phenomenon you yeah. experienced. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> you 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 watched someone's foot melt? It just... It was like... You know how on Terminator 2, he, like, turns into metal? Right. Yeah. It was like that, but water. I just watched her foot. It just, like, melted in front of me. And, like, I shook my head, and her foot was back to normal. But I was not on anything. I was right. completely sober. What do you think it could have been? Just I'm playing tricks on me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it was just mm-hmm. weird. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. But here's the, uh, the unexplainable thing, and maybe this isn't even that unexplainable. But I always thought like this is insane. Um, I had worked at this company for like three and a half years, and then left to do a sales job. And the day I started the sales job, I bought a new journal. Mm. to like journal about this job and so the very first day of my job i started journaling in it the morning that i filled the last page of the journal Mm. i walked into work and they were like hey we're letting you go whoa that was like a death note dude type situation but like for your career right like literally the i mean it wasn't like i had two pages like the last possible page wow yeah wow that is there bizarre. goes that chapter of your life. Like, that's over. Wow. So I, I made sure for my new job, I, mu- I bought a much bigger journal. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Well, did you have another story, Mike? I just I saw this lady, like, crab walking one time in New York. Like, uh, like right as the sun was breaking in the morning. Mm. And it, it, it was the scariest looking thing sure. I've ever seen. She was just like... 
How you know someone's from Maryland? York. Yeah, you should have been like oh. fellow Mar- Mar- Oh, how about those O's? Oh, oh, oh. I was like, I thought you were talking about like crack or something. How, how like, about those, oh, those O's, Han? <laughs> Seriously, though, you're making us all very afraid. <laughs> so she was I, crab walking. Yeah, it looked it looked like she must have been on some crazy drugs or wow. something like that. Did she seem like she had a destination? No, it just seemed like... <laughs> like she's really late. It was like <laughs> almost... <laughs> I'm late. I it was will be in so much trouble. I'm on the last page of my journal. <laughs> it was as scary looking as... In The Exorcist, when she oh, stares right. backwards, you know, right? Like it was that freaky. Like it was like I felt bad for her, but I was also terrified of her at mm-hmm. the same time. Like mm-hmm. I did not want to go anywhere near her. Mm-hmm. Well, why did you feel bad for? Her? I mean, if you're like if she's on hardcore drugs, like yeah, I yeah. feel bad for someone who's all messed up, you know? Right, right. I yeah. feel like I would have done turtle rules and just like flipped her over, put her on the other side of the road where she uh, was going, let her sober and up, and then yeah. <laughs> You, I will flip you to your rightful position when you <laughs> regain control of your faculties. That's how you want to do that. She's probably trying to find the rest of her herd. Right. <laughs> they they breed. Only. That's yeah. how crabs I've never breed. Seen, you know? I've never seen anyone on drugs do that right. before. I've never yeah. seen a crab. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen someone crab walking. Yeah, I've never seen a crab human walking on drugs either, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we got another confession here that is from my friend Benjamin Highwell, Baltimore, Maryland. When I was a kid, my mother asked me to clean my room before we left the house to go somewhere. I did. I can remember putting everything away. When we came back, it was a mess. I remember being really shocked and her being mad at me for not cleaning my room in the first place. It confused me and I got in trouble, but I swear to this day, I cleaned up my toys. Siblings. You think so? It's either siblings or Toy Story. Like pick, right? <laughs> pick right. one. <laughs> yeah, that that is bizarre. Um, I don't know. You ever had anything like that, Mike? Cleaned up and then it was well, dirty. You swear you My did place something. is just a mess. <laughs> yeah, that old excuse. Um, all right. Could be some poltergeist yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I mean, if it just happened once, you know. Yeah. I actually, this is a little bit weird. Just now when I was at Aldi's grocery store, like something just kind of flew off the shelf onto the floor. What? Like, yeah. Wait, like, out of the, the floor opened up and. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. And it was kind of weird. The gates of hell were there. Satan was screaming. Oh, awkward. So it was a little strange. No, it was like a, a peach or something just like popped off of the, like off of the shelf with no one there. Like, and, and me and this woman were like standing there and we just kind of like looked at each other and then she picked it up. Um, did it have like several bugs and a small boy like living in it, going on an adventure? Was the boy's name James? Like, yeah, of course, the uh, tiny yeah. peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, giant James and the tiny peach just doesn't work. <laughs> Trust me. Um, I I think it was probably somebody on the other side had like pushed something and that that made it. The, the fact that it's round. Makes it sound like oh, it could have just been right, right, right. But you make it sound like it was like whoa. It was. Like, <laughs> it kind of was like up. I mean, it might be my memory already mythologizing this this very mundane events, but <laughs> uh, that's that's the weird thing though. When it's something like that, is there's no good story there, you know? But it's, <laughs> it's just a piece. But it's like that's just as unexplainable as anything else, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, right. yeah. You know sometimes like. 
you like hear a song and then like you hear it ten minutes later and be like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" If I hear it again, then right, you never right. do. Yeah. So it's like twice. Is that really enough to be like, "That's wild"? Not really. You know, I did have one where it, it hit a third one, and I was shocked. It was I was uh, this was back in the blockbuster days, and there's this band that I like auditioned for or, or practiced with a couple of times, and I think they didn't like me or something because uh, they just stopped calling me. You know. And uh, oh. and uh, I saw one of the guys, and I think I was kind of mad that they couldn't like just tell me it's not working out. They just kept being like, "No, no, no we'll pre- we'll definitely get together," you know, like which is so annoying. Ghosting people must have been yeah. so much easier in the nineties. <laughs> well, this was like two thousand nine, <laughs> I think. But um, but uh, so I saw one of the guys at Blockbuster. And that now, Rose. Let me explain to you what a blockbuster is. I know about blockbuster. That's where I got my Ninja Turtle videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cartoons or the live action? Both. All right. Stay away from that third one. That was terrible. <laughs> the time one. Come on. All the cool characters they could have had in a Ninja Turtles movie, and they never mind. Um. So I see this guy there, and I'm kind of like avoiding him, you know, because it was like kind of awkward. And then, uh, so I avoid him, and then. I'm there again, like a week or two weeks or whatever later, and he walks in again at the exact same time. He's like, he doesn't work there. He's a customer like me. And uh, so I was like, wow, that's really weird. And then I'm there the next time, and I'm explaining to somebody how weird it was <laughs> that I saw this guy two times in a row, the same store, and he walks in again. What if he lives there? Maybe he did. And that's why, like, the band wasn't happening. Right, right. So, like, my blockbuster people are starting to notice. Yeah, a lot of people that we do really practice here. <laughs> can only live off late fees for so long, you know. Um, but yeah, that was weird. Jimmy, do you have any? Uh, do you have any weird stories? Any unexplained memories? Uh, come back to me. I think I might have a couple. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Now, Rose, you said you had other ones. I have one, but it's a friend's story. All right. Um, this happened to a friend of mine. Hypothetically. I, w- I will name him. All right. His name is Chris Blocker. And uh, we went to college together, and he's a really nice guy. Probably one of the nicest people anyone's ever met. But um, And he's not, like, about this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just not. He's just very kind of grounded. He doesn't have one of those mirrors. No, that you're talking he, about no. No scrying mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, I like remember we were in one of the um, suites on campus, and I just remember like him sitting down and like kind of recalling this. So mm-hmm. back when he was like a kid, he couldn't have been more than like two or three, mm-hmm. and there was a family reunion happening. Okay. Um, and so, you know, at family reunions, you're like a little kid and you're like wandering around and you're like, oh, there's chips. Oh, right. I'll go over here now. No one's really looking. Yeah, yeah. So he like kind of wanders into his front yard. Okay. And there's this guy there and he's just waving at him like, hey. This is already terrifying. <laughs> well. Was he crab walking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, he, he was like tearing up and waving at him. Weird. And, um, then Chris is like, Chris's mom's like, Chris, come get your hot dog or whatever. Come get your what? Hot dog. I don't know. I don't know where they're from. But, um, 
so well, he I'm pretty kind sure of the hot dogs pretty universal in yeah <laughs> in america <laughs> that accent i I don't know what that oh, was okay. <laughs> um so then he kind of is just like okay bye old crying man and then goes back you know with the rest of the party because there's a bunch of his family just kind of walking around right um so more recently than that he was looking through old photographs with mm. his mom. Mm. And he sees a picture of the dude. And he's like, oh, I remember him from the cookout. And his mom's like, the fuck you mean you remember him from the cookout? Mm. Like, that's like you're dead. Been dead since before you were born, great uncle. Whoa. Yeah. Well, did he get the hot dog? That's what I'm concerned he, about. He did. Um, I feel like a lot of people have ghost stories like that. A lot, like you were saying, he's, he's a rational guy. Yeah. Like I, I feel like a lot of rational, no, grounded people. No reason to mm. even bring it up. No right, reason to right. lie about it. Like yeah. why? Right. Although it could <laughs> a logical explanation though. Now that you kind of brought up the whole like memory is just a memory of that memory. Oh, like he saw the picture it, or something? No, it could have just been some really creepy dude who was crying because he was having a moral dilemma. Like, do I kidnap this kid or <laughs> can I control my urges? Right, right. And then Chris's great I uncle just dug up his happened. Skin. <laughs> right. Chris's great uncle just happened to look like this random <laughs> guy that was about to kidnap him. That's the only other uh, logical right. explanation. But you just reminded me of something. When I was a, when I was a little kid, we were being babysat by these two girls, Monica and Maria, mm. and a random woman came to our house and like knocked on the door and was like, "I want to pet your dog." And they freaked <laughs> out and were like, "Uh, come back tomorrow and you can pet the dog." And she was like, "Okay," and like left. Lady came back. Whoa. What's she like? What the hell? Then why was I given this information? But that was a weird, understandable. Huh. Just some weird lady wanted to pet. I mean, you even have a dog? a dog. Yeah, the okay. dog was freaking out when she was there. Weird. Like, yeah. Weird. There's something. There's nothing creepier than just like a a, a human Ranger. interaction that's just a little bit off. You know, right? Like the uncanny valley sort of thing. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they're then not like your friend. They're not your your dog yeah. was acting like. Yeah, not into it. Like, not yeah. about it. Is mm-hmm. he or she usually? I think she was usually pretty calm, if I can remember. She's a pit bull, though, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. still I protective. And like, I want to pet your dog. It was weird, yeah. Well, really weird. Well, huh. I'm, like, unsettled. Right, yeah. Yeah, one, Jimmy? Uh, Yeah, I just remember one. Let's hear it. Um. So I've been keeping my spinach in the freezer lately. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is about your crisper. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Jimmy has been itching to talk about his crisper on this. I can't podcast. explain it. I no, put no, my no. Pinch, <laughs> spinach in a pot and it shrunk. <laughs> I explained that. No, this is kind of like a reverse unexplained story. Uh, in that <laughs> you mean an I know, story? I know what happened. Okay. But the I inadvertently probably gave another person a story that they'll never be able to explain. Okay. <laughs> and uh, when I was about sixteen years old. I was swimming in a pond near <laughs> Rose, wearing my orange suit. <laughs> Doing my calisthenics. <laughs> uh, uh, 16 years old, I was on family vacation in Cape May, New Jersey. Mm, and uh, I was like really into wrestling at the time, so I was like working out all the time. And I was, I was on a jog throughout the neighborhood, just like jogging on the beach, right. whatever, stuff like that. And I passed this 
home where they had some furniture on the lawn mm-hmm. that said, take me, I'm free. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. It was this big couch. It was a love seat. Right. And so uh, I was like, well, it's free. They say, am I can take it? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to use this love seat as like something to work out with. So I picked it up and put it on my back and started like jogging down the street with Jesus it. Jesus Christ. And so I'm jogging down, I'm jogging up this hill on the main drag in Cape May, like a four lane highway, mm-hmm. just over this like overpass, just mm-hmm. jogging. And this truck pulls up next to me <laughs> and he goes, uh, hey, throw it in the back, man. Throw it in the back. And I was like, all right. And I just threw the love seat in the back <laughs> and ran off. <laughs> and I just feel like... Why was he offering that? Because he thought I was probably trying to carry it somewhere. He was going to help me carry it to where I was going. <laughs> so That poor man. So he you just, just, just ditched him with a love seat. I just threw the love seat in the trunk and just left. You should have been like, Ugh. that love seat's where I died and then ran <laughs> off. <laughs> I guess I just, I just imagine that guy just like, Years down the road, just talking to his friends. <laughs> right. like, dude, one time I was driving through Cape May, New Jersey, and I saw this kid jogging up the road with a couch, and he just threw it in my trunk and ran away. <laughs> and I don't know why. That is pretty crazy. I don't know why. Huh. Dude, you just totally reminded me. I was uh, I got really into magic like when I was living in L.A., I read David Blaine's book and I got like obsessed with magic. I thought you meant like Magic the Gathering. No, 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 no. Like, like actual magic. magician so David like, Blaine. So like I learned this one trick, which is very, very impressive if you, because it's like, it uses like psychological sort of tricks and like the way your eyes. So where you pull the thumb, uh, you make it yes. half No, thumb. no, it's like you, if you take a deck of cards and order it a certain way, uh-huh. and like flip them in front of someone, mm-hmm. they will see like one specific card. Like everyone uh, sees it. Like you, d- like it's it's a fake though. It, it fucks your mind. Anyway, I went to a party and we had to wear suits to the party, and I had my deck of cards with me because I was like, obsessed with cards. I got kicked out of the party. I, f- I think I, I forget what I did, but I, <laughs> I was always doing something to get kicked out of parties. So I had to walk like really, really far to get back home, uh-huh. and I was in a suit and like dress shoes, and so like I started like limping. Cause it hurt, my feet hurt so bad. Uh-huh. So I'm like, limping down the street, like in a suit with like a deck of cards, <laughs> and I just saw these two girls like sitting outside of a bar, and so I'm like limping in my suit, and I just like was like, hey, you want to see a magic trick real quick? And they're like, okay, and I just did the magic trick, and it worked perfectly, and I just like walked off into the <laughs> distance. So like, to then they're like, oh my god, this guy in a suit with a limp just did this magic trick and then disappeared. Yeah. So you were, they probably thought you were Slender Man. Like, <laughs> right, those are probably yeah, the yeah. two girls that like wound up going yeah, to jail and yeah. said like we did it for slender man <laughs> right, right. yeah yeah i got a, I got a quick one this one i don't know what to think of this but as a kid for years i had this memory of a time when we were on like a train for some reason like i was i was like out with my family and we were like visiting somewhere and and the train like broke down on a bridge it like stopped oh my god and then so they had to pull up another train next to it and everybody had to walk had to like get onto the other train and um like i can remember like the the way the the bridge like you had to like literally step over you know like an open kind of bridge and you could see like you know you know how like bridges are with all those like holes and like you know like they're kind of have like gridded kind of holes through them and um and you could see the water below, and like we had to like walk over, and then and I and like and I knew this happened because like I would hear like every now and then like my mom or like my sisters would be like yeah yeah that time that we were on that that train and we had to like, and I had this like very vivid memory of it, and um, 
And then it turns out it happened while my mom was pregnant with me. Yeah. Do you like remember Shut it? Yeah. That uh. is weird. Yeah. That yeah. is weird. Yeah. And like for years I had this like very vivid memory. I mean, I guess maybe I could have heard about it and then like in my head I like put it together, That's but it's so weird. when I was like really young, I could like accurately remember what like this steel bridge looked like, you know. That is crazy. That's weird. Yeah. That's well, they say. I mean, when you're when you're in utero, mm-hmm. I believe is the word. I don't mm. know, or Nirvana album. <laughs> um, you can hear what's going on, and they say that a lot of like your temperament, and like even like a lot of like your accent is actually like you can still hear what's going on mm-hmm. when you're inside the, your mother's womb. So you kind of have a sense to some level of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but 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 recognizing it visually is what's throwing me off. Yeah, it was like very, very visual for Babies me. Babies like don't have right eyes. I mean, sorry, that came out <laughs> wrong. Babies don't have eyes. <laughs> no, I mean, there have been like um, studies you that go show pro life propaganda. <laughs> there have been studies that show like babies don't have like that ability right. to really differentiate shapes and depth. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was a study done where they had um, they wanted a baby to walk across this like glass table. And the baby like wouldn't do it because it just didn't. Mm-hmm. Lazy, lazy, lazy baby. baby. Right, Babies yeah. are lazy. They really Babies are. Babies don't have eyes. Do they something. Don't have work <laughs> ethic. They don't have work ethic. That's shit. the main thing. Stop living off your parents. You know. <laughs> Cut the cord, <laughs> baby. Mooching off America's eyeballs. Why don't you start producing your own breast milk? Here's another even weirder kind of. S- <laughs> s- Speculation on why that memory could be implanted. I All remember right. hearing something about some some uh, experiment where uh, they a scientist basically made this rat run through this maze constantly, mm-hmm. the same path, and then he took some part of like some part of the rat's brain or DNA and implanted it into a goldfish, and the goldfish. Would swim in that path. No way, really? I remember hearing something about that. That's they definitely weird. do. Wow. So so basically huh. it's the idea, and it's also what a lot of people speculate. There's two speculations on what deja vu or it's three. There's uh that you dreamt something similar and then it happens in real life and it was so similar that you think it already mm. happened. There's uh the probably most scientific explanation, which is that your mind, you're you basically like on a computer you have your like RAM, which is like your processing power, mm-hmm. and then your memory. Basically, your brain, when it's taking in the present moment, takes it in as like it registers as like this is happening, and then it stores it as a memory. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll glitch and bypass right, the part right. that processes that it's happening, and mm-hmm. it just reads it directly as a memory. So you're actually reading the present as if it were a memory. Wow. Mm-hmm. It like skips mm-hmm. that part of your right, brain. Right, right. So that's another explanation. But also, I wonder if a lot of our parents' experiences and things that happened to them throughout their life could some things, some extremely like traumatizing moments or or just altogether pivotal in any way mm-hmm. could be transferred by DNA. That yeah. they have evidence of that. Yeah. Um epigenetics. Yeah. A lot of I mean, it was found that descendants of Holocaust survivors Whoa. um their DNA was literally altered. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe that memory could have been passed to you from your mother 
in some weird way. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that uh, that borders on mystical, but like it, it wouldn't be completely off the table. I mean, there, there, know, is, like there is, there is, there is, there is. When you think about what instinct is, mm. why is it that like they did that experiment with like chickens? Back in the day, when um, they had like it was like seven generations of chickens that had been raised in a farm, they'd never seen a hawk in their life, mm. and then scientists did an experiment with them where they flew different shapes over top of the mm. coop. Mm-hmm. One was like a triangle, one was like right. this, that, the other thing. When they flew the shape of a hawk over the coop, every single chicken who had never seen a hawk in their life, mm. seven generations hadn't seen a hawk. Yeah. All start freaking out. Wow. Why is it that they instinctively right, knew right. to be afraid of that animal? Or why like is it that snakes, we instinctively yeah. yeah? Why is it that we instinctively know something? That's that was what the scientist said. He said yeah. every human being is born with thousands of years of memory, and that's what we call instinct. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also like we evolved like alongside these things, so like our brain sort of restructures itself and mm-hmm. could you know restructure its own neural pathways like throughout the generations to just be naturally inclined to be avoidant of certain things and it it's even like more likely to like gravitate towards something things some things that are good like the ocean for example like whenever we look mm-hmm. out at it it's just naturally calming because in our brain it's telling us there's water here and there's no predators around right. like yeah. same as when we see a big yeah. empty field it's it just calms us naturally mm-hmm. because it's like no predators we're good yeah yeah yeah. Like even waving like to greet each other. Mm-hmm. That's literally like our ancestors were like, I'm not holding any weapons. Really? Yeah, I've heard yeah. that before. Handshakes. What I still want to know, I want to know what kissing is and who invented kissing and why we do it. I don't uh, so here's it. what I've heard. Yeah. The reason why French kissing was invented was back in the medieval ages when knights would go on, what do they call it, crusades. When they got back, they'd want to know if their wives had been dipping in the mead, so they'd taste their tongue to see if it was sweet from the alcohol. No. There's there's (laughs) no way French kissing was not around way before that. I feel like it's got to be a more primal thing because yeah. you ever like you ever just have an urge to kiss somebody? I don't know. Eskimos it's like a Eskimos Eskimos don't they Nose kiss. People get stuck together like in a Christmas story. Yeah, and butterflies wink their eyelashes. (laughs) That's that's how they do that. Everybody kisses, dude. You're not fucking, oh, have you been drinking mead? I know we haven't invented brushing your teeth yet, so I'll know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it has something to do with sharing food or something like that. I think it has to do with pheromones. Yeah, but why? I mean, it, it certainly does. Like, so there's certainly like a love instinct in your lips, you know, like that that goes off. But I think but it's why? to determine, like, so for straight people, um, you can like smell whether someone would be like a good DNA compatibility. Hmm. Like, and they've done studies just w- having women like smell men's like sweaty shirts, mm-hmm. and they can tell which ones they're attracted to just wow. through the sweat. Why isn't there a dating app? Like that, you just upload your well, dirty, <laughs> dirty shirt. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's why they say that when deodorant was invented, it actually prevents people from being able to smell each other's natural pheromones. Yeah. And some scientists speculate that that could be a contributing factor to the rise of autism. Is that wow. human really? beings are no longer able, like we are Whoa. supposed to have a natural sense of who we're compatible with. 
and yeah, it, like our DNA, and then it, that we've taken that away. But then, how wow. come whenever someone's not wearing deodorant, I really don't want to talk to that's them? Like a, that's <laughs> like a, yeah, that's like a uh, see. That's more like along the lines of what you're saying. I think that's more of a cultural thing. Yeah, I think that people, people naturally can be repulsive forever. People like, did stink for like thousands and thousands yeah. of years. But like that goes along the same lines of like if I see a girl with hairy legs. I mean, I know it's not woke to say it, but it's kind of. I'm not a big. I'm, just gonna I'm take not a. My <laughs> 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 Shit. Yeah, when I see a woman crab walking, I know that it's not <laughs> gonna work. You're out. like one date and you're done. Right? Yeah. All right, guys. This has been an awesome episode of the Confessional. Thank you so much, Rose Vineshank, for stopping by. Always good to talk. <laughs> thank you, Mike G, for co-hosting. Of course. And thank you, Jimmy, for producing. Late, but better late than never. That's right. That's what I always say. Absolutely. Uh, All right. We'll see you next time on The Confessional, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.